This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, Laura and Angela here. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank the sponsor, Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients taste better and are better for you. So it's important to know where your food comes from. Now, Angela, we care about that. We also care about having hot date nights and eating. Yes, all things we care about. So recently, what did we do? We had a double date. I brought over my Blue Apron meal. Laura had hers. We combined them. Combined resources. A feast. It was a feast. I don't know why we don't do double dates more often. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I think our guys get along, right? Yeah, they like each other. It's an important thing. They make thing. each other laugh. Yeah, they do. It's important. You want your, your best friend's dudes to like each other. Yeah. It's hard to not get along when you're eating delicious food. Yeah, and also, guys... Word to the wise, you save money when you do your Blue Apron double date. I know. We saved money. We also acted like we were the real housewives of Williamsburg. (laughs) We were like super old school cooking food for our men for a double date. But you know what? I'm cool with that. Yeah. Sure. I felt like productive. I did something. Yes. I created a meal. And you could do that too. For only... For less than $10 per meal. It's amazing. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. Yes. I love artisanal stuff, but I live in Williamsburg, so (laughs) of course I do. Uh, Guys, there are new recipes. They're created every week. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash single. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash single. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Now let's start the show. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason you're single. This week's reason is it's hard to keep up with dating lingo. Yeah, it is. Also in the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, the one thing couples can do to have more sex, and one way to make first dates a little bit less painful. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She's a funny comedian, writer, teacher, and performer. She performs at UCB, was in the critically acclaimed off-Broadway improvised musical comedy Blank. She's also been on Refinery 29's show Success and has a web series on Riot called Truth Fairy. Please welcome Tessa Hirsch. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the oh, show. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Excited. Yeah, we're very excited. Um, so obviously we were stalking you on social media. Mm, as, as we do before we, we have do. guests. Right. The best way to research someone. Mm-hmm. And we read your Twitter bio. And it says, oh, in the time it takes you to read this, she has fallen in love with something or someone. Dot, dot, dot. Again. So does, are you kind of a romantic? It's true. A sucker for love. Hard. I am. I fall in love with humans all the time. Uh, I mean, like and ice cream flavors as well, but and ice cream, <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, and dogs. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'll follow a dog in like a creepy way. 
Yeah, whenever I go home for the holidays, I like all I want to do is hang out with the dogs and the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like over kids because I've taught for a long time. But <laughs> dogs. <laughs> yeah. Children hold no thrill for me, but yeah. I will follow a dog like around the yeah. block. Yeah. And I'll miss them. Like a dog that I've followed for a block, then I'll like miss them afterwards. Yeah. So with humans, you kind of just like, because you have a, a man. Mm-hmm. Got a boyfriend. I do. We've had him so, on the show. I got a boo. Jonathan Braylock. Yeah, mm-hmm. he hosts the other hilarious Headgum mm-hmm. podcast, Black Men Can't Jump. And we've had him and his co-stars on the show. A very funny man. Very talented. Yep. He's, He's blowing good. up. Yeah. So He's stellar. Do you keep falling in love with other people other than Jonathan? Yeah, <laughs> I do. All the time. I talk to him about it all the time. I'm just oh, like, oh good. my God, you, I'm so in love with it. I have a crush on blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he knows. I'm a, I get gaga over somebody who sells me coffee. <laughs> if they're nice, right? How does he keep you uh, if you're just falling in love with everyone you meet? He's the most like generous spectacular kind oh, like come amazing on. like i couldn't even imagine the doesn't even matter like how i fall in love with other people because i'm like oh look we like sparked like there's a human connection that just happened again and like they're so alive mm-hmm. but but I you mean, love him the most i mean i totally love him the most but also just like he's my person oh you know you guys he is a good person he's a good one he's a good one he's a good one i i want to know about your how we met story i think i kind of know i don't don't know do you i don't know if i really know okay okay tell me tell me and the listeners i can't remember if we asked jonathan about it or if i've just talked to jonathan about it like um, oh my gosh i really hope that you did because we have have different stories oh Oh. yes Okay, we should have like queued up a sound clip. I know. Really? We could play them side by side. Yeah. If we were on top of our shit, we would have yeah. done that. Okay, what's your story? And then what's the story he tells people? Okay. We met at a fellow comedian friend's birthday party. Um, and I was like at the party, whatever. He strolls over and he's like, schmoozes me. Oh. And I'm like, what does this little young dude, what is his deal? Like, please. And then at some point we're having a conversation and he's like, so what do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> and I was like, I'm grown. Like, I'm grown. I'm, doing I'm it. grown, little boy. What do you? And I was just like, whatever. And like, he was like, cool. And I like told him like, oh, well, this is what I do. That's and the cutest thing. Like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Oh, my God. Because I've, I've think thinking about it, like guys are normally like, hey, what do you do? Right. But I love that he's like what do you want to do when you grow up? Well, that's because he was like, so like young, whatever. So the, he, he, it wasn't that long ago though. It's like two and a half years ago. And he wasn't that young then. Is there an age difference? Yeah. I'm older. Oh, okay. By how much? Cause you're talking about him like as if you're like a cougar. And by the way, <laughs> Tessa's like a hot young, like she, like she's, if your casting age, director right? is wondering, I'm younger than John. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> exactly. And play a nice twenty-five, and I can just reach to thirty. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah. But um, but I'm older than John for sure. By how many years? Plenty. No. <laughs> yeah. Is he really that? Y- no. He's what? He's not like twenty-two. We're not gonna find out my age on this. <laughs> oh, <what else? laughs> Sorry. No, just wait. used to be a journalist. No, so I just want to know the difference. I want to know the difference. Which I don't know his age. I don't know your mm-hmm. age. I just want to know how many years difference like, we're talking if about. If the years of difference, the, that difference, that if the years difference were a person, that person would be able to walk and talk. <laughs> so was he in high school when you were in college? 
Definitely. Well, I guess that's not that hard to do. Definitely. If, you're a, if right. he was a senior and you were a freshman in college. So I guess that's a bad mm-hmm. test. Yeah. All right, fine. We're not going to get to the bottom <laughs> of this. We're not going to. All right. Well, wait, let's finish the yeah, yeah, yeah. story. Okay. Right, right, right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so he, um, he, you know, he was like, okay, yeah, great. I told him a little bit of what, what I do. And he was like, oh, interesting. Well, I'm really ambitious. I want to be an actor and a director and a writer and da 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 da. As if what I had said was not ambitious. What? Uh, so basically, because you only picked like one thing. I told him a bunch of different things, but he like <laughs> didn't hear it. And I left that party being like this snobby ass young <laughs> fool up in my grill, and I did not like him. Wow. But he like followed up on Facebook and messaged me and like checked in and like found out like we had some friends in common and he was interested yeah and he like was very charming in his like facebook messages and kept checking in and was like hey there's this party here there's this thing want to come and he was just like unabashedly like i'm interested love to hang out with you however that looks i was dating like a few other people at the time and and he was like cool like i just want to spend time with you that's so wonderful. He was so like clear and like. I hope you guys at it. home are listening to this. this yeah, is the moves you got to make, but don't be overly cocky. No, it doesn't always work out. Yeah, right. When you do that. Yeah, no. I mean, because it was it, there was a humble. I'm talking about the post cocky. Yes, yes, moves. exactly. The and follow-up. that's where the, the disagreement follow-ups. comes because he does not believe that that's the way the conversation. Oh, okay, went. okay. <laughs> yeah. That I do. But I mean, the takeaway is you guys met, uh, you both were doing comedy. So you had that, yeah. in, that in common, mm-hmm. but just so you guys know, Tess is like very smart. She's, <laughs> she's a consultant also on uh, at schools. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Schools and after school programs. I work a lot with like inclusion work with special needs. Yeah. Kids. She's like a multi-talented person. In right. general. And Jonathan was like, well, I'm ambitious. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, watch out. I have a master's. Like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're just a couple of Renaissance people. <laughs> what high school did you go to? I was consulting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I love it. I love you guys together. He's great. You're obviously amazing. I'm so lucky. Um, He's wonderful. You guys are both lucky. Come on now. Uh, all right. It's time for us to talk about what's in the news. Mm-hmm. All right. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? So I was reading Huffington Post UK, switching it oh, up, ho, ho. seeing how they do it over there. Overseas. Overseas. And Rachel Moss had an article that uh, was about how couples who share housework equally have more sex, according to a study. Wow. I love, this is one of those studies that I, you mentioned on an earlier podcast that I sometimes print them out for Nick. This <laughs> You're going to print this out? I'm going to print this out and put it on his desk. I mean, it all kind of makes sense because if one person has to like bear the brunt of the housework, they're going to be resentful and not right. want to like fuck the other person who's making things dirty. Right. But there was this study that backs up what I'm saying. Um, they said if you want to up the amount of sex in your relationship, splitting the housework equally with your partner may be key. A study of different gendered couples found that those who divided housework equally have sex 6.8 times per month on average. But then, like, in comparison, it says couples in which one partner did the majority of the household chores had sex five times per month. So there is not a huge difference. No, but that, that's, difference. that's like 20% difference. Five, yeah. five to six. That's 20% but difference. Like, 
that's that's significant. But five times a month is good. Too. No, no, that's not that's not <laughs> yeah. bad. I'm just saying a twenty percent increase more yeah, than once be, a week. Come on, like, Angela, encourage know, the guys to like you do could the be dishes. having sex one point eight more times a month. Yeah, yeah, and probably like a little blowy too. I want yeah, to know that's like point eight. <laughs> I want to know the stats on if nobody does the housework like. Then you just live in your own filth, right. and it's do no, it. we're it all the time. <laughs> no, we're both lazy, and we have a housekeeper. Yeah, yeah there were no studies on that. On men, how having, does that like, affect? Maybe us? men have affairs with the housekeeper. What? Or women have affairs? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's interesting because you know the languages of love, like love yes. languages. Yes. Oh yes, right. I feel the like, book. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'm like acts of service. That's like my biggest one. So right. like when John like takes out the trash for me or washes my dishes i'm just like so smitten that is everything to me that's that's like a bouquet of roses for me just so you guys know that languages of love there's Mm -hmm. five languages of love and you take this quiz and it tells you Mm -hmm. basically what your language of love is so like one is gifts Mm -hmm. acts of service touch quality time quality time what's the fifth one that we're missing um affirmations Yes, words of affirmation, like yeah. telling the person uh, how great they are. I took the quiz and I'm like, they. The book says you can't be all of them, but I'm pretty much, <laughs> I'm pretty much all. down the middle. I don't know. Wait, in terms of like giving or receiving love, both, kind of both. You can find out both. Like you can have different okay. languages yeah, that you, you like to give right? and like different languages that you like to receive. Definitely, because I definitely know that I don't give love by cleaning. I know that about yeah myself. you're not an acts of service <laughs> having just moved in with my boyfriend oh yeah i'm a piece of shit but you should just get a cleaning you should just get a cleaning <laughs> help but even in terms of just like he'll make breakfast he'll make breakfast and then he'll do the dishes and i think that's, that's how he cute. gives love yeah mm-hmm. and i'm receiving it and i'm feeling the love that's great that's an important part yeah because the yeah. thing about languages of love is when you, sometimes someone's giving you in their language of love and you're not receiving it because it doesn't match your That's what was love. happening with right. Nick and I because I I love gifts is one of the ones I really love to do. Like I, I love just getting people little things. Yes. And gifts is not, mm-hmm. it's not like the materialistic version of gifts like you're thinking right. about. It could just be any little trinket or thing yeah, that I you thought see. Of you. Yeah, I thought I could be like, I got you this kombucha because I know it's your favorite. And, um, and I was always giving Nick uh, gifts like I'd see a shirt on sale and I'd yep. just like come bring it home and he'd be like I don't want the shirt he wouldn't even try oh. it on and it was like breaking my heart it oh. was really hard because like one of my I love when people get me little things yeah, like it could be like right. a single rose I don't have to spend a lot of money so then when he wasn't receiving the love I was trying to give it, it was really hard for me yeah. and it was like it would really hurt my feelings one time I came home with this pair of shoes he wouldn't even try them on he was like those are ugly John, I wouldn't wear them John, and John he's and I nice, went through that too really he's yeah. a nice Nick's like the nicest person Person ever. ever but i, I don't the kindest person i don't think he realized that he thought he said you know, i don't like gifts i don't want gifts i don't need new clothes but that's not the point when it comes to your language of love it's really so similar just, yeah you just need to accept the love that receive the person it. receive it yeah. yeah he wasn't doing it it was but then i bought this book and once i understood it i made him read the book <laughs> it's changed maybe a little bit it's helped because at least i'm aware yeah that, of what's happening right. yeah and he's aware what now. happened with you and john same thing well but mine was also like i want you to change what you're wearing like it wasn't like <laughs> hey i found something <laughs> in your style uh-huh. i was like mm, you don't have a style and i want you to so <laughs> yeah. here i'm gonna like try to mold you and change you <laughs> and he felt that energy and oh. was like easy killer <laughs> easy. <laughs> but it's your love language right. trying to help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly oh man well guys 
That's that. Do some chores, though. Do some chores. Love and that. maybe that's your partner's love language and you'll be banging. I, I know. You guys, I actually just cleaned out like a closet with John this yeah. um, weekend. And it's like been burdening me for like two years, like nasty, storagey kind of closet with all this stuff. And John helped me. I also cried during it because it was Aww. an emotional process of like right. moving energy and shame of like mm-hmm. all of my junk. But he like really helped me through it. And you were super turned on. We're closer because of it. Aww. Like we really honestly are. It That's can be wonderful. an erotic experience. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning I love closet. it. Uh, you want to know what I've been reading about? What? I've been reading one of my favorite publications, New York Magazine, The Science yeah. of Us. Always Carrie, a Yeah, I love that. Carrie Rom. I think she's a new writer. First time I've seen her byline. Uh, she wrote about one of one way to make first dates just a little less painful. Now, this is really interesting. So we, we know that first dates can be awkward sure. for many, many reasons. And when, you, when food is involved, it can be even more awkward. Like I remember Absolutely. my mom always saying if you go on an interview where – at a restaurant she was like you know don't order sushi or like messy like messy food yeah um and with first dates there's a lot of thought i feel like in choosing what you're gonna order on the menu you're like i don't i don't want to order something with a lot of chia seeds or raspberries they're gonna get my teeth or i'm gonna spill (laughs) i would never order salads because i feel like salads always just like falling out of my mouth right you're like working to get all the leaf in your mouth at once you're like "Ah, right and that's like weirdly the most delicate way to eat a salad is just cram it all in your mouth yes that was my thing so tell us well this is interesting (laughs) so psychologists from the university of chicago recently were recently reported that there's actually a pretty good perk to the dinner date as long as you order an identical meal. What? In a study in the Journal of Consumer Psychology, the researchers found that eating the same thing at the same time is a very quick way for two people to build up trust. <gasps> Isn't that what? really interesting? Wow. Um, so they did a, a bunch of different like game-like experiment, experiments with a bunch of people and they compared the interactions between people that ate the same food and people mm-hmm. that ate different food. So one of the experiments that they did was they gave one person some money and they told them that it would double if they handed it over to a partner with the caveat that the partner could either give them back as much or as little as they wanted. Um, and in both cases, Whatever. It mm-hmm. Basically, get it. people yeah. gave the money more when they were eating the same food as the person. They trusted, it was, the, they person trusted, they trusted oh. the person would share. They trusted the person would share. So I this is really interesting to me because I usually don't order the same. I love a little bit of everything. So right. I like when we all order something different because I can like try me yours too, right. and try mine. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's like when you're on a first date, it's kind of embarrassing if you're like, because I've been in I'll the just position have what you're where, yeah, or, yeah, where I like knew I was going to order something and then they wind up ordering it and then I look like I'm just copying them. I'm like, oh, I look like a follower, not a leader. That's so <laughs> No, funny. order the same food. I mean, unless they're ordering something you don't want to eat because then right. that will make it even more awkward. But I, it's some weird subconscious thing I don't completely understand, but... I guess it's it like weird, a bonding right? experience. You're like, this is so good. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I yeah. think that's very sweet. It makes me think about like family dinner and yeah. how like sweet and important it is to like sit together for family. And you're all eating connecting. the same food. Yeah. That's a good I connection. love that. That is a good connection. Yeah. I, I don't know. I find this very interesting. Also maybe, uh, so like Nick's not a food share. He's gotten, mm-hmm. he's gotten really great at it now, but oh, I am. Yeah. I'm like, let me try yours. Totally. Uh, so maybe, if you order the same food, you don't have to, that takes a, a whole other potential layer right. of, mm-hmm. uh, 
something that you guys could maybe be different, you know, the batting, right. butting heads about right. of sharing food. Because if you have the same, you're ordering the same thing, you don't need to share because you have the same food. Yeah. Okay, but can I tell you what makes me stressed out about that? Because actually, I was listening to you guys and being like, oh, you guys are so uptight. There's, I never think about all that stuff for dating, like about <laughs> raspberries and cheese. Like, I just like get in my grub. But then I realized, like, the idea of sharing food, like having the same plates... I would be so nervous that I would eat it faster. Oh. Like that's a good like point. The gobble monster. Like the I am portions. a gobble monster. I eat my food pretty fast. Yeah, me too. Or if they're like, "This is way too many French fries," and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, me too." That's true. Or like, as the girl, this is like so dumb. It's a stereotype, but as the girl, you feel like you have to eat a little less, and right. and it's, so. it makes it so much more obvious if you have the exact, exact same, same plate. Yes. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I guess my. Uh, my fish was uh, much more smaller than your yeah, exactly. than your prime rib. I know. So I hate mine's that I have gone. That stuff Sorry, in my brain, but I really do. Yeah, I don't mind eating a lot on a date, but if we're sharing, I do my like I'll be embarrassed if I eat all of his food. Yeah. So that initial thought, I'm on board with. Yeah. Yeah. If he's like, where did all the fries go? I wanted one. Right. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> didn't come. But anyways, it's interesting. I guess if he orders yeah. something that you might be into, then. Uh, you might as well order the same thing. You'll build up trust, according to this study. Very mm-hmm. interesting. All right, you guys ready to jump into the mailbox? Yeah. Let's do it. Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week that Tessa is going to help us answer mm-hmm. and uh, dissect? Dissect, give yeah. our listeners some guidance. So we have two questions this week. First up, we have one from Audrey. You actually, this is one that, that Laura was like, I want to answer this. It sounds fun. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Audrey says, I had a date planned with a guy I met on Bumble. First one is I haven't been on dating apps in two years. Mm. I texted him in the morning of, sorry, on the morning of the date to confirm we exchanged numbers. The date was scheduled for 6 p.m. By 5.15, I had not heard back. I had also sent a message on Bumble in case I had the wrong number. No response. So I decided to drive home rather than fixing myself up, going to the bar, only to be potentially disappointed. I value my time more than getting gussied up, only to be stood up. Did I do the right thing by going home, or should I have gone to the bar in the hopes that he showed up? This I find so interesting. They had the plans. They had plans. She was just reconfirming the plans and didn't get that confirmation. So then she didn't show up. I was always pissed if I even had to reconfirm the plan. Like you wanted him to reconfirm. Because I would wait and wait and wait until the last minute. Like she kind of did 5.15 for him to like be like, hey, we're still on. But she did, was it 5.15 the night before or the day of? No, it was the day of. The mm-hmm. date was at 6 at 5.15 she texted. What do you think? Should she have just gone to the date and hoped that she didn't, the recon, maybe he didn't need to reconfirm? No way, man. I'm a big reconfirmer. If they didn't reconfirm, something came up. Like he could have already <laughs> bailed. Like, right? Yeah. You reconfirmed being on this podcast. Yes. And we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We <laughs> love confirmations. Yeah. Yeah, I know um, I'm a big reconfirmer. Yeah. So, but it is funny to think that he might potentially, maybe he just has bad texting etiquette and he thinks he got ghosted by her. So if you she never showed up. went to reconfirm with us for the podcast and I didn't write you back, would you have just not showed up? I would have reached out again. Like and, she did. She reached out on Bumble too. Yeah. Yeah, she did it twice. Yeah, no, I would have reached out until I found, got you, just to make sure, because, like, assuming, like, whatever, I would have... If you never heard back, would you have not come? No, I would have, like, gotten Nick's number and, like, made sure everything was okay. <laughs> but what if you couldn't get a hold of me? Like, she couldn't get a hold of, she couldn't get a hold of I didn't guy. have the address. I wouldn't have come. Oh, no, I would have gotten John's, you, John to give me yes, the address. pretend you had the address. 
What would you have done? This is no. the same situation. It really is very similar now. So now it's putting yourself in her shoes. Would you have not come? Oh, God. <laughs> I think I would have come, but I wouldn't have come if I was her. <laughs> I think that's different. Why? It's different because it's dating? Yeah. Because this is yeah, like, this and is it's true. like, I this have like, like an established relationship thing. with you, and yeah. I like want to show up for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there was something about that. Like, I'd rather, I'm not embarrassed to be right. like, I showed up. Yeah. Where in the dating, dating situation, yeah. I would have been like, had that like hope thing going on. And then and you're like the dummy at the bar. I mean, you're not, which is fine. She's not the dummy. He's, He's the, dummy. the dummy. Yeah. He's the dummy, but you it feel bad. And I like her. I I do. I like the whole, I don't want to get gussied up. I value my time more. She, like, that's a strong woman. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it makes it more of a bummer when you get gussied up and then they cancel or they don't show. That makes it worse. I, that's the thing. Like, I, it's very hard when you're, when you're like an adult person date like in the world and you've established things and like your life's pretty good you just don't have a partner and you have to like change your patterns mm-hmm. in order to allow for space for a partnership but then you have to like do this like hope and disappointment thing that maybe wouldn't have happened if you would just like did your regular routine right and yet it's the only totally time. you have to like take that risk i know it's hard this is i found this one a very difficult I think she did the right thing, though. I do, I do. My gut tells me she did the right thing. But then my other side's like, well, what if you just went to the bar and, like, you're all pretty and he doesn't come, but you meet some other guy at the bar? Sure, sure. Like a romantic comedy. Like a romantic comedy, yeah. But does that happen? No, it never happens. (laughs) I think think she did the right thing. I think she did, too. Me, too. Especially because she's writing it and he didn't follow up afterwards and go, hey, where were you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know if she ever heard from him again. Can we follow up with her? We'll follow up with Audrey. Audrey, if you're listening and we haven't followed up yet. Yeah. Tell me if this guy ever wrote you back again because this very... Why didn't he do the reconfirmation? Honestly, I would go so far as to say any other girls listening, if you find yourself in a similar situation, don't show up. Yeah, don't show up. Follow Audrey's lead. Don't go. But also, I would say, this is not Audrey's fault, but I would would maybe try to do the reconfirmation a little sooner. Because she messaged him twice, but it was only like a half an hour before the date. Like, what if he was driving and then he showed up at the bar? Mm. It was only like half an hour before the date, right? What if he was driving to the bar and then he couldn't check his... Phone. Okay, so now that makes me start to wonder what the language of reconfirmation was. Because if you say, hey, looking forward to seeing you at 6 p.m., yeah. da, 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 he might not write back to that. Then, yeah, he might not write back to it. And it also means, but it also implies that she's definitely coming. Yes. However, if it's like, hey, are you still into this? Are you still want to do this? Making sure we're still on. It may also imply, I'm not, I'm looking for a way out. Yes. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah but for him, would he Does she say what she said? Then? She doesn't. Because I want to know. Yeah, that's a good point. The language of it. Because, yeah, if she would have said, looking forward to tonight, that's not a question. Right. There's no reason you should would accept. Respond it. Yeah, uh, expect a response. But if she said, hey, making sure we're still on for tonight. Right. That would be like the exact correct language yes. to be like confirming or flat out say, confirming that we're still on for tonight, question mark. Right. Uh, very then, clear. Then you're being clear that he needs to confirm or you're not showing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, if the, if the vague language could have had an impact here. Right. So for future reference, guys, choose your words wisely. Yeah. I guess. 
Yeah. But still, he should have reconfirmed. A lot of questions here. We need to get more information, Audrey. But okay. I feel like she didn't do anything wrong. I feel like she did the right recon- yeah. confirmation, yes. which is really awesome. She's good. Yes. Yeah. So she knows it's like not on her. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, good. It's not good. on you. Yeah. Either way, it would have been nice. Even if she said the vague looking forward to tonight, it still would have been nice for him to be like, me too. See you there. Totally. But anyways, all right. What else do we have in the mailbox? Okay. So now we have an email from M. M says, so I've been seeing my boyfriend for about a year now. He's from California and we both live in Michigan where we met. Last week, he told me he plans to move back to California this summer. I knew he wanted to move back eventually, but I never expected it to be this soon. I won't be moving with him because we've only been dating for a year and I wouldn't uproot my life for him. Also, he wouldn't want me to. I also don't want a long distance relationship. I think I should just enjoy these last few months with him, but I'm not sure. Part of me says I should break it off now because apparently our relationship isn't going to go anywhere. But she says, besides the fact that he's moving across the country soon, our relationship is great. What should she do? This is a tough one. I have so much to say. Okay, good. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Yes. Tessa, take it away. Okay. So I spent like a lot of my 20s like finding people who were um, about to leave because it's actually like fodder for like very special relationships where you can just be really present in the moment and not be worried about like next steps and what's going to happen. So I think that like somebody who's about to leave can be like a really amazing reminder of being in the moment and how to just enjoy life with, with like the the blessing of mm-hmm. somebody else that you really enjoy just sharing life with like I think that's so special but I understand that there's like a switch up that's happened for her where that, that can be like super disappointing but I also just feel like no man like you don't know anything about life you've got this beautiful person in front of you and you guys are, have a special thing that's happening enjoy it stay present connect who understands like you know like who knows what's going to happen maybe you're about to get hired to go work in Michigan maybe he's about to get like, yeah. a mm-hmm. different thing that happens what's you know I don't like what's three months apart maybe you know like maybe there's, three months is not that long of a right time. like I just made up the month three right. months yeah. thing but like it could be anything like and also like what do you guys learn about like writing letters to each other I just feel like go for it and like feel be in the moment yeah I like what do you think well, okay, so my only thing, though, is that they've been dating for a year and he didn't even consult her, it sounds like, about leaving. Yeah, that's yeah. tough, So that shows, too. like, kind of, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm reading into it, but it's a little um, careless on his part. Yeah. It's, like, showing right. lack of concern for her thoughts on this. Because, like, a year is, like, a solid time to be dating somebody. Yeah, and to be thinking about the future and, and wondering what they think. That's a good point. So of that course. kind of right. makes me mad. I remember when I had been dating Nick, I think, for six months, and he needed to buy a mattress. And he brought me along. We weren't, obviously, we're not living together yet or anything. But and he wanted to know what I thought of the mattress. And I remember thinking, like, you have a mattress for, like, a long time, right? Like, sometimes, like, what, 10 years, maybe? Mat- mattresses are, they stick around for yeah, a while. So the, the fact that he, the fact that he asked for my opinion on the mattress, I was like, all right. He's into me. Yeah. <laughs> and he, my point is, like, any kind of long-term big decisions, mattresses are... Not as big of a decision as the lower as end of the spectrum. Yeah, so if he's a, if if uh, Nick was asking me about a mattress, cert- this guy should s- certainly should be talking certainly- about where he's going to live. Exactly. Yeah. Well, guess what though? We have normally we don't get to do this, but she actually followed up <gasps> and told us what she did. Oh shit! I know. Isn't that exciting? Wait, we're giving advice, but she already made the decision. Great. Well, we emailed her some oh, right, quick advice, great. but apparently he was moving quicker than she realized. Okay. So this is what she said. She said, 
this is what happened. I did the dumb thing and continued to hang out with him until the day he left. Mm -hmm. We had a really great time as always. He left on Monday and it's now Wednesday. I think the worst part of my decision to stay with him the last few months was knowing that it was all going to end on June 13th. Uh, the hmm. date kind of hung in the back of my mind always. The last week or so was especially awful, but staying with him gave me the opportunity to talk to him about all of the reasons I was upset and have conversations about them. It also enforced the fact that he isn't a bad guy, just had to leave the city and go back to California for his own reasons. Now he's gone, though, and I'm relieved. Knowing the date, um, knowing the date when it would all be over was kind of stressful. Hmm. So I think... She doesn't need our advice. She already decided. <laughs> no, but we we emailed her. Don't you remember, Laura? Well, you emailed her. Yeah. I don't remember. I emailed her advice, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like it worked out for the best for her. Yeah, but I hate yeah. that she feels regretful around it. But now she kind of feels like now that it's well, over, I think she's like yeah. she got her closure. She, says she, she feels got relieved to, to him. Yeah. It's good that she got to like talk things out about how she was feeling. So wait, what exactly did you tell her? Did you did she follow what you had told her to do? I think I told her to end things. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that she would have time to process the breakup while he was still around if right. she wanted to. Sounds like she did. Have so, she did process it. She just processed Pressed it while, while they were in together. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope she doesn't regret the decision. I'm glad she feels relieved now. That's good, right? I yeah. think things worked out for the best for her. She's moving on up. That's good. Uh, if you guys want your listener questions answered or you've got funny texts you want to share, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Guys, let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is it's hard to keep up with dating lingo. When we told... Tessa, what this week's reason of the week is? She's like, I don't know any dating lingo. We're like, great, perfect, great. perfect. Um, I don't know what dating lingo is. Yeah. So every now and then we'll get emails from listeners, and they'll just kind of throw in phrases, and then we have like to acronyms. Google them. Acronyms. Yeah, acronyms, and they assume that we know because we host a podcast about dating, but we don't always. Yeah. Sometimes there's ones that we just learned about. Like we talked a few episodes ago about benching. Where right. people, it's when you're dating a lot of people. I just hadn't heard this phrase. Mm-hmm. It's very like self-explanatory. Once you actually think about it, mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. it's just like in sports. You you've got your main squeeze. You're dating a few people, but you've got your main guy that you're starting, mm-hmm. and then you've got a few guys that are on your bench. It's kind of like leading people on a little bit. That's what I did with John. John was on the bench, <laughs> and I had somebody in, and then I put him in the game. Nice. Oh. And then he was the MVP. Was, yes. Sometimes if you make it into the game, yeah. benching isn't that bad. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, this is this is why we tell people it's not that bad to be on the bench. Maybe you'll move up and become a starter. Yeah. It happened with a Tessa's man. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know what LDR stands for? That's another one we get sometimes. Uh, absolutely not. No. Long distance relationship. Oh, so yeah, that's it. when right. we, mm-hmm. we get in like emails. Well, uh, yeah. people will be like, I'm in an LDR. And we're like, you're in a what? A what a? Yeah. And then we Google. There's also, this is like not directly dating related, but somebody recently emailed and said, I'll give you the TLDR version. Do you know that? No. TLDR? What, what do you the think? The low down reel. The low down. <laughs> the. That's good. That's, I mean, that's not what it is, ah! but I like that. That could work. <laughs> what is it's it really? Actually, it's too long, didn't read. 
So the too long didn't read version. Oh, that's funny. Right? It's like a little... I like that. That's kind of like... Is that similar to what I always say? Give me the Reader's Digest version. Yes. <laughs> now that's like that's oh, nobody grandma. reads Reader's that's like Digest. Golden yeah. Girls version. I know. <laughs> I always say that phrase though. It's like a phrase I heard. I don't know when I was young, and now yeah. I always say it. Right. But Reader's Digest. I don't. Is it even around? I mean, it's in my grandparents' cabin. Yeah. yeah. In Minnesota. <laughs> well, what can I tell you? So now you have to say the TLDR. The TLDR. We're we're learning things here, mm-hmm. uh, guys. On that note, it is time for our reason of the week. Break down. We are going to play a game with you, Tessa, called Relationship Lingo or a Bank. We are going to read. I'm glad you already like it. We're going to read some abbreviations, and Tessa has to guess whether it's an abbreviation for a bank chain mm-hmm. or something a millennial would tweet about their relationship. Okay, great. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, Angela, kick it off. Okay, NBC. NBC? Mm-hmm. Is it a bank or a... Or a relationship? Wait, you know, that's wrong. It's what? NCT. What? Where are you reading that? Oh. You, so you said it wrong. NCT. I, wrote it, I actually wrote it wrong. All right. Okay. Yeah. NCT. Sorry. NBC is a network. Yeah. NCT. 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 I think that it is a relationship term, meaning not coming tonight oh (laughs) kind of that's not what it means but i'm giving it to you because it is a relationship term it's nobody cares though oh like if you're like yeah i'm unhappy in this relationship and i didn't know whether to give the game show win or lose but i was like it is a lingo right and And that's why i like i was doing extra credit yeah i like having you yes i like having you guess let's keep that up for the game deal (laughs) okay next one dfr um, that is relationship lingo, and that means that yes. means um, dirty, <laughs> effing, raw. Oh. <laughs> I, thought, I was uh, I thought you were going to say romp like a dirty fucking romp, dirty effing romp. Yeah, it's define the relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, totally. You have, you have DFR. A DFR combo. Yeah. Did you DFR? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Got to get the lowdown. Like. Right. You know, what label are we? Totally. Something you have to do before you're invited to a wedding. Yeah. Because everybody will want to know the DFR. Right. All right. What do we got next? Lingo or bank? PNC. Bank. Do you know what the bank, do you know what (laughs) it stands for? Pacific North Coast. Good guess. Provident National Corporation. Oh, really close. There's really actually close. like two. One. That's like one of the things it stands for. None of these banks. A lot of these banks are like we. The acronym doesn't stand for anything anymore because it was right. some old one, whatever. Right. Yeah, these banks are dumb. Okay, we're learning about banks. We're, we're learning, learning so we much. Mm-hmm. Okay, HSBC Bank. <laughs> that was an easy one. It's bank. Yeah. Um, yeah, it stands for Hong Kong and Shanghai Banking Corporation. Oh, I didn't know that. Now we all know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, next up, GTI. It is a relationship. Uh, right now you're... Um, perfect. It, one, yes. Perfect. Just say five right now five. you are perfect. Five for five. <laughs> what does GTI stand for? Um, uh, genital tract infection. <laughs> it does sound like an STD. <laughs> yeah. It really, truly like does. you can catch. For yeah. Sure. It, going through it. 
Oh. I'm going through it, man. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a GTI. Right. When I was cleaning out the closet, I was GTI. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A true teacher giving an example as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in a spelling bee when you have to use it in a sentence. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, TD. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. It sure Bank. is. Uh, do you know what TD stands for? Um, tough day. <laughs> the bank of tough day the, the because banks, you have no money yeah uh, it is a tough day a lot of times when we go to banks <laughs> yes it is uh it's actually toronto Dim- dominion yeah toronto dominion i didn't know that according to google right, right, right. Mm-hmm. i was, it was on the tip of my tongue <laughs> uh okay next up dgyf oh definitely relationship um um and it means um do good you fool <laughs> that's close because uh, it's dy oh darn it so it could be i guess it could be dude girl yeah no, no, D- no dy dgyf oh it is oh. dgyf yeah oh sorry yeah, so yeah, then so you're, right. you're so works. perfect okay but it's actually is dang girl you fine oh it's a flirt but i've never heard somebody like yell that at me DGYF. Yeah. No, but But I guess like it's text. It's for sexting. Oh, for sexting. Yeah. Yeah. But then they can't see you. Oh, maybe if you send us uh, like a listen. Why don't Mm -hmm. you keep reading Reader's Digest? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I get it. I get it. You sound you send a naked a naked selfie and then Mm -hmm. they write back. Right. Or you I get it. I get it, guys. Or but like it's even before that. It's like when you're like when you're like showing a picture of your coffee but you're really showing a picture right. of your outfit and you're like right. send a text of your picture of you the coffee and being like love my morning coffee but you're really trying to show your rack yes <laughs> and they're like yeah you look fine yeah exactly. that warrants a dgyf right. i get it um bmo bmo uh definitely relationship oh, it's not perfect but, but in her defense <laughs> mm-hmm. the bank it was formerly called the Bank of Montreal, even though it's BMO, like, and that should be B-O-M. Mm-hmm. But anyways, now it stands, according to Wikipedia, and now it stands for nothing, and it's pronounced BMO. BMO. Yeah. BMO Bank. BMO. So in your defense, a. it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's so. really dumb. Yeah. yeah. So obviously. Um, last up, T-B-H-H. Relationship. Okay. Yes. What does that stand for? Um, though, babe, have heart. Oh, that would be so sweet if someone texted <laughs> you that. It'd be like you're having a hard day and you're yeah, like, yo, right. babe, just have some heart. Yeah. Have heart. It's to be hella honest. Oh, right. Totally. It's right. like TBHH, break up with that douchebag. Right. Oh, that's a dangerous thing for a woman to say to another woman. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. You can't but always be hella honest with your friends. You can't always tbhh. I'm, I'm so grateful to my friends who have been like patient with me as I've been in those process of deciding. Yeah, yeah. I definitely like. I've like you go back and forth. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were just talking about a friend that was being brutally honest with uh, yeah their friend about a girlfriend. Oh yeah, they were he, they were even gonna like throw an intervention oh, to be see, like you need to break up with this girl. How, what was going on? I don't know that that's supportive. I feel like people learn it's from process. Mean. I also think that like, this is an extreme situation. Okay. 
every single one of his friends does not like the girl, which that kind of is a red flag. At first, I was like, you guys are being mean. Like, if they're happy, they're happy. Just be supportive. But I don't know. Now it's getting now they're thinking he's he's going to commit. He's going to put a ring on it. And is they, she bad? Is there abuse in this relationship? No, no, like, maybe, maybe slight emotional. But um, they fight a lot. She's mm. very, kind of, uh, I guess, causes a lot of drama. Yeah. Right? Doesn't like when he hangs out. Doesn't they, He doesn't really hang out with, with his friends She's as much. Possessive and very possessive. Drama. So they think they need an intervention. So right. I don't know. I mean, it is good that they're not talking about him behind his back. They're telling him to his face. Oh, very honestly to the so, face. We hate that bitch. Very bluntly. Oh, that's very tough. bluntly. It's yeah. a tough situation. That's tough. It's hard. It's hard. But um, anyways, I hope we cleared up this week's reason of the week. Mm-hmm. Tessie, you almost I'm, got a perfect score. I yeah, learned I was lot. so close. Yeah. But you still got an A. Thank you. Um, that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, you can check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Thank you so much to our guest, Tessa Hirsch. You Yay. can follow her on Twitter at WellITClaire. Yeah, WellITClaire. WellITClaire. Because I'm <laughs> Tessa Claire. Oh. So people call me T. Claire. I love that. Well, I T. Claire. Um, also, go check out her shows um, when she's performing at UCB. Mm-hmm. Check out her web series. I don't know. What other plugs should we tell people? Web series is great. Check out Please Watch Truth Fairy on Riot. I have three different uh, episodes that I'm so proud of. And yeah, at UCB, I'm on The Female Gaze, which is a really funny running show every month. Yes, she's a funny lady. You guys got to watch it. Um, so yeah, check her out. She's amazing. We're so glad we got her expertise. Yep. And, and you can also, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Uh, you can follow Laura on her personal accounts, which are as follows. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the Laura Lane and on Twitter at Laura Lane underscore. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sparadactyl. Yeah. You can also like and subscribe to us on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week with a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.